We should get sponsored. I, we should get sponsored by uh, that particular company. Um, so we are live. Here we go. Another episode of LBS Talks. So it is... Um, what day of the month it is? What? It's, it's the, the 29th. The it's the, no. Yeah, it is the 30th. 30th. It's the 30th of the month. December 30th. So the year is coming to an end. 2017 is almost in the books. And we're approaching 2018 very quickly. So uh, this year actually went by pretty quick. I say that every year, but... For some reason, this year felt like it was ex- extremely quick and went by uh, in the blink of an eye. Um, a lot of things happened. Maybe that's why. I don't know. So, uh, how was your 2017, Ollie? Crappy. Why? Just because. Just because? Personal. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of bad things and a lot of good things happened this year. Um, but uh, what What's the word? Uh, what doesn't make us, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Is that, is that a saying? Something like that. Um, 60%, 60% truce, uh, is what I deal with here. Uh, 40% bullshit, 60% truce. So <laughs> no, yeah. no 60% bullshit. Oh, it's the other way around. 40% truth, 60% bullshit. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, um, the status of LBS as we come into the end of the year is the gym is going, uh, well, uh, no, equip, uh, no new equipment purchases. This I thought year. you said no one cute, no one cute. That's what you just said. <laughs> uh, everybody's cute at LBS, uh, <laughs> uh, especially you, but, uh, <laughs> 60% bullshit, 40% truth. 60% bullshit, 40% truth. Remember that. All right. So that's how we roll with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh. So football, let's talk about football real quick. No. Yeah. Yes. About- Cause the Eagles are, uh, heading to the playoffs. Yes, that's big time. That's big time. But we are rolling into the playoffs with a backup quarterback in uh, Foles. But uh, he has he's one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, hey, there's these commercial. There's this commercial that they've run during the NFL uh, season, the entire season, and it's with uh, Matthew McConaughey. And it's it's um, the Oldsmobile commercial. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? No. Okay, so this is a point where he's in his house and he's getting ready to go out. And he's staring in the mirror and, and there's this point where he gets into the, uh, the car, the Oldsmobile SUV, and he's just about to press the start button and he's got that, 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 that slight pause and then he presses it. That's a badass commercial. Matthew McConaughey is a, is a badass. Uh, Wait, it makes you, the point of that. I don't know. I just, it just reminded me of that commercial cause it, um, the marketing geniuses over there at Oldsmobile. Wait, uh, what reminded you? The NFL, because they play oh. it during N- every NFL game. So uh, if you're listening to this, uh, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, for our video people, uh, if you're watching on the YouTubes, I'll try and put the... Uh, the um, Commercial. Commercial somewhere right here so you guys can see what I'm talking about. It's that slight pause. He gets into the, the car and he's... And then he hits it. It's just bad. Yeah. So it makes you want to buy that car. 
<laughs> so uh, I don't no. know. Yeah, no, you got to watch the video. It's pretty badass. Uh, marketing geniuses at Oldsmobile. Um, so um, our we have these. Um, we we break our members up into groups, like a morning crew. Uh, not on purpose. Not on purpose. It's just that's the times they come to the gym, right? So we have our morning crew. We have a like afternoon, or I should say like mid morning to mid afternoon crew because they're literally there for like three or four hours. I call them the the powerlifting crew, right? Um, and then we have our our night people. Um, you don't know and, them, and sometimes. Sometimes the afternoon crowd turns into the night crowd because they just stay at the gym for five hours. It's amazing. Um, well, when they have to lift a lot of weight. Right. And I mean, it's not only lifting weight, it's just hanging out, the community of the gym, uh, talking, cheering each other on, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, our morning crew people, um, they're a bunch of these badass girls and uh, they're not necessarily... Powerlifters, power crossfitters, or anything. Right. They're, they're just fit. they're just looking to get strong and get fit. Get better. Get better. <clears throat> and and, learn. Um, and yeah, definitely learn. And but they're they're a bunch of badasses and uh they're um amazing. Yeah, increasingly amazing us at what they do and the the gains that they've made over the the past um um, few months here. Ugh. I don't even know how long we've had them already. Oh, uh, geez. I don't know. I don't know either. It's been a while, but they're making uh, strides and gains, getting stronger and they're getting excited about getting stronger too. Um, you can see it in them when they hit a new PR and they're always anxious to, once they've hit that PR to come back and, make a new PR to destroy that old PR, which is cool because if you're not getting better, then why are you doing it? Right. So, um, which brings me to like the, um, they're all girls right in the morning. Well, the topic of women lifting, they're not, they're not all girls in the morning, but majority of them are girls. And I want to majority of LBS is girls. Yeah, I think we do have more women. I think, well, we got a few men. new members, but that are boys, guys. Yeah. It's evening <clears throat> out. But remember when uh, we first started going to the gym and working out and uh, um, the weight room in most gyms was pretty much off, like not off limits, but it was just not, a. It was male, male dominated. It was male dominated because it was not socially acceptable for a a girl, female to lift weights. And if they did, they were lifting the little five pound weights or they were just doing glute bridges or whatever the case may be just to build the or enhance the female body of what socially is what socially acceptable would be like well, no, booty it was and stuff more like that. Of a fear of looking like a guy. That's why a lot of girls didn't lift weights. Yeah. Because it wasn't socially acceptable, right? I mean Well no, it was an uneducated generation that thought if you lift more than a pound, you're going to automatically gain muscles. 
Right. And, and to a point it's actually, that is still present in today's society where you can see like uh, particular uh, Instagram personalities who are very muscular and you read the comments and I try not to read the comments because comments are bullshit. Um, but you read the comments and, um, you got these haters just saying, Oh, you look like a man. Oh, that's gross. Um, (laughs) and those types of comments uh, from the internet, uh, trolls and junkies and stuff like that. Um, you know what? I I heard about this thing. Um, and I wanted to ask you this during your time because you were pretty muscular, right? And, um, you, would you, would you ever hear you were pretty muscular? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Would you ever hear like backsided comments? Nope. No. Like, like, okay. This is what I'm talking about is like girls would be like, Oh, I wish I could look like you, but I'm busy and I don't really want to look. Yeah. Right. Or you look good but I would never want to look like that. Did you ever hear that kind of comment? I've heard it now. Yeah. I've heard it from people who are potential clients. So they actually say, but I've never heard you it. look good. No one's, ever but I would said never want to me. look like that. No one, no one has ever said it to me during the time that I was bodybuilding. Really? Would you hear like whispers in the gym? Oh, look at her. Or, you know, that those kind of whispers from guys, but from, from guys, some girls, I had a lot of girls say because of me, they started lifting. Okay. So you got more of the positive end. Yeah. Well, I hung out with you. So who's going to come up to me and say something negative when I'm with you? So would, do you think that if you were training with, more girls, like just another, if your training partner was with a girl and both of you looked, you know, pretty muscular or toned or whatever you want to say, do you think you would get more negative comments if it was too? Probably not to my face, but a lot of my training partners have gotten comments. So, but I think, I don't know. I don't know if it was the confidence that people would stop. Or I don't know. Or hmm. maybe I, they just got the vibe that I just don't care. Maybe. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, so from then till now, um, even though the popularity of female lifters has grown, I don't think the socially accepted view of majority of the population hasn't changed. I think, I think it's still, I think we're all confused. Yeah. Cause well, you got, you got movies like, um, uh, wonder woman where all the, the Amazons are jacked. Right. So it makes these females, um, well, no, it's popularizing the look. No, it's not, it's not even the physical appearance that's, that's different now. It is the, what's happening now is it's the, we're empowering women. So it's not about what you look like. That's what's changing in society. It's not about what you look like anymore. I can, you, it's about empowering women to be confident in who they are and who they're born in, what skin they're born in. And 
which is what LBS is all about or which is what I do when I train girls. I don't care. <coughs> it's whatever their goal is. If you want to be freaking Dana Lynn Bailey, go right ahead. If you want to be just the strongest bitch in the gym, go right ahead. If you want to eat pizza and be the strongest bitch in the gym, go right ahead. Right. If that's who you are, then that's what, that's what I think has changed. Yes. I think you're right. You're absolutely, you've hit the nail on the head when it comes to, I don't think people are taking the physical, the um, appearance as strongly as they once did. Right. Right. It's, it's women are, they're getting a mind of their own. They're knowing that they're stronger than, than who they thought they were. Or when people think of Wonder Woman, yes, she's gorgeous and in shape and she can kick your ass and everything. But it's not only that, it was her mindset that people love that are attracted to. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. When you think of Wonder Woman, who's the leader of that whole show? It was her. She had this mindset of, we're going to do this. I'm going to do this and you're going to follow me. Right. And that's what, that's what's attractive. Right. That's what changed in society. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, I think, um, it, it's getting better. Right. I hope so. Yeah. So, I mean, if we've come this far in five, six, seven, eight years, then uh, we should get even better uh, five, six, seven, eight years down the road. Right. Um, to the point where it almost becomes, um, I don't want to say natural, but it becomes to a point where. It should never be about looks. It should be about being healthy right? in your mind, in your body and all around in general. That's what I preach. Cool. So, <laughs> um, talking about our, um, our members and our, our people that we, um, help and train, um, at the gym, um, which brings me to a um, point about how me and you, um, you and I, you and I are really good at reading people. No, you're not. I am not. I'm kind of good at it. I can uh, pick up on a person's uh, um, weaknesses, strengths, and build on that. And I can figure out if they're visual learners or um, audible learners. Everybody learns differently, right? So um, it, it's it's hard at first um, because most people don't want to open up and they're very, uh, so you have to bring them out of their shell. And I think that's a, um, a uh, key to being a motivator, trainer, whatever you want to call it. Um, somebody who guides somebody. Okay, then... You're my coach. Right. What am I? What you type what type of learner? Best. Right. You're 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 actually both, I think. Because No, yeah, you're both, but you're more visual, I think. Cuz when you see what you're doing wrong, which is 
uh, why you should always video your sets, not just to put it on Instagrams for the world to see, but um, to analyze your lifts. But when you can see, oh shit, look at my my bar path, look at my knee travel, look at my ankles, look at my um, my elbows where they're placed, you know, the bar where it's on my back. Um, when you can see that for yourself and you analyze it, you can correct it. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, some, some people, um, will correct it for a few lifts and then they'll revert right back to their old. So for you, <clears throat> you're, you're, you're visual. Um, but you're also audible because you listen to cues during your lift, right? Like if I tell you tight, if I tell you elbows, if I tell you hips or whatever, you'll, you'll, you'll activate those things. Um, so, do you, as a trainer, are you able to identify weaknesses in your clients? I can identify physical weaknesses. Yes. Anybody, anybody can identify a physical weakness in a client, but figuring out, um, how they learn and how they, how they react to, to things is the difference, is the hard part. Some people don't like criticism. I don't like criticism. I mean, I like it, but, but I'm also, I also think I know it all. So <laughs> I get upset. Right. Some, some, that's, that's a beautiful point because some people love an audience. Some people right. don't and love I an don't. audience. Right. So some people love being yelled at, you know, get, yeah. You some know, people get like the hype out. man. Some people love the hype man. Some people want quiet. Some people love silence. Some people need earphones. Some people need music. Like myself, I can actually lift with no music at all. Um, it, it doesn't bother me because actually when, when I'm lifting, I don't hear anything. So even if somebody's yelling at me to, if I'm grinding something out and somebody's yelling at me or whatever, you know, I mean, it's cool because, it, you know, it, 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 it brings a feeling out in the whole entire gym. But me personally, I don't hear nothing. I can't hear you telling me anything. I kind of zone out. I think, yeah. Well, now you're talking about powerlifting. Powerlifting is different for everyone. Right. So some people feed off of that adrenaline rush of getting the hype, getting, I, I can't stand powerlifting meets. Powerlifting to me, it's very emotional. It's, it's, it's a big fear. It's something that you never thought you can do and it's facing your fears. So when I get more eyes on me, that's, that's a lot scarier because you don't want to fail. Nobody wants to fail in front of people. Right. So it's very, it's very intimidating and it's very, um, what is it called? Psychological. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And you, you're very confident in, in your lifts or who you are. Mm, Cause yeah, I don't give a shit what people think. Right. And I'm. Not that I give a shit what people think, but I give a shit about me failing. No. I hate failing. Very hard on myself. Right. Me too. And if I'm hard on myself, I doubt myself. But as for an an outside influence, 
I don't give a shit. Um, I really don't care what other people think or say, but to me personally, uh, I'm very hard on myself because especially if I know I can do something and I don't do it to the best of my ability, I I'm, I'm very self, what is it called? Analyzing or self-critical, self-critical. We all are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's harder as a coach because how can I coach people if I can't even do the lift perfectly myself? Right. What makes me an expert? You know, it's like what they always, how we always joke around those who can't teach. <laughs> those who can't teach. And, um, that's not true with us. Um, because I practice what I preach, practice what you preach, but I'm just as and, intimidated as anybody else. And things that we don't know, we are very open and say, we don't know that. And we will not teach you that because we don't know right. how to do that. Like Olympic lifting. Correct. We, we will dabble in Olympic lifting, but or I will never try to teach anybody. Never. You know, I might look at somebody's lift and say, Hey, maybe you want to try this or something. But uh, as far as a, um, a putting a person from, from zero to snatching, uh, 300 pounds. Uh, no, that's not happening with us because that's now something that we don't a know. Question regarding, uh, reading people. Do you see a difference in training different, the, uh, between a female and a male? A female? No, uh, female and male. No, I mean, as far as, far as exercises people. and strengths, um, there is a difference, that. but I treat both the same, but I know like, like how I said, it, there's people that you can push and there's people that you kind of lot got to No, So what I'm saying coddle. is, is there a difference? There's absolutely. Training? Yeah. Well, I think it's age. Nope. You don't think it's age? I think with I, I noticed that a I've trained, it's not even age. I believe it's emotional. Emotional. But I noticed that when I'm training a 15-year-old, um, 14-year-old, it's different. It's different in th my approach to him or her in trying to get them to do what I want them to do. Um, because it's emotional. It's, it's, okay. Right. Yeah, it's emotional. So... Um, then trying to explain something to a another person who's older, who's more, I don't know how to explain it. But that's age. That's not gender. I'm saying, is there a difference in how you train a guy or a girl? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I don't know. What do you think? Yes. There is? What, what's the difference in your mind? I think girls are very emotional. But are now, they physically, no, better just, clients than a guy? They are not. Now, they are a lot more draining, but they are a lot more resilient. And they're a lot, they're very... I think guys quit... Guys Faster were, than a girl will. Yes. Girls, once they, once something clicks in them, but once something 
uh, affects them, positive or negative, it affects them for the rest of the everything. I don't know if guys are like that because I train majority girls, but I've seen it. Yeah. Whether they're 16 years old or whether they're my age, 85 years old. Very interesting. Very interesting. Just the whole gamut, the whole gamut of um, people in general. It, it's very um, interesting and very, uh, uh, it's like, it's like, um, you know, the study of people, the study of the mind, the study of uh, psychology, psychology. Um, just seeing, seeing how people react, people, you know, I mean, like when a person walks into the gym, you can kind of look at them like they're having a bad day or they walk in and, oh, they're having a great day. You know what I mean? Um, you can kind of, uh, read people, uh, uh, how they're doing. Um, after the first lift, you're like, okay, this is going to be a good session or it's going to, uh, it's going to kind of suck today. I gotta, you know what I mean? Does that, that make sense? I don't know. Cause sometimes I'm like very confident and then I end up having shitty days and then I don't know. Yeah. And you're kind of like wondering what the fuck happened? I thought this was going to be a good, good day. Uh, <laughs> like the past week. Yeah. So, um, as far as 2018, I have a question. Yeah. Hit me. Do you think It is a good idea for couples to train each other. To train each other Lads. or train with each other? No, train each other. Train each other. You and I were workout partners for many, many years. Many years. You taught me a lot. Um, so let's say Laz and and Kelly. Right. Laz is her coach. Okay. Um, I think it works as long as ego and... I don't have an ego. Well, as long as ego and feelings are left out of it, you got to approach it as a couple. You have, you have to split that, right? You have to say, okay, right now we're not a couple. I'm client and this is coach. And, um, I have to do what the coach has prescribed and trust, trust in that, he knows or she knows what they're doing for me. So if I were to be your coach, right. Would you be able to trust everything I wrote for you? I don't know. We need to maybe do this experiment in 2018. There are times where I'll tell you, Daniel, you should be doing this, but I'm not in. See, but you're just saying it. I'm not in that, that I haven't, purchased. I haven't bought into you yet as a coach. Now, if I were to say, okay, you're going to be my coach, right? And I'm going to commit to, to you being my coach. And I'm going to trust you in that aspect in guiding me to my goal. Then I would, I can't say because you've never done it, but I would, I can hope that I would do my best <laughs> do my best to follow your guidance and to trust in what you are prescribing. I doubt it. No, I, I well, I, there's only one way to find out. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I finally get around to doing something again, um, we'll have to try it. We'll have to, uh, uh, put that to the test. 
All right. And I wonder if there's a carryover though, because I don't think there is a thing where you can, where you say you can put that line between putting your emotions aside. Because between me and my clients, we're all very emotional. I don't know if it's because I train in majority females, but you know, you've seen it. I have clients that will break down and cry in the middle of prep. I have clients where we talk about everything. Right. No crying in the gym. There's crying in powerlifting. There's a lot of crying in powerlifting. Go to the bathroom and ball your eyes out and then come back out and do some work. No. (laughs) We should put a bet right now. And right after my meet. What are you talking about bets? Let's see how. It's not a bet. It's just saying. Okay, well, let's. I will put you through a 12 week program. Okay. No, you know what? I will. What's one of our goals in 2018? To tell you the truth, I don't have any. Uh, we're going to do a Spartan race. Any, we're doing. Well, we're Spartan do, we're, races. we're do a Spartan race. Yeah. So I will train you. Okay. For three Spartan races. Well, that's kind of. Okay. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll say, yeah. So, um, Spartan races in, uh, 2018, um, those are goals to do a sprint. Is it going to be a sprint or a stadium sprint? Either one. Okay. So I a, like stadiums. Well, okay. Stadiums are cool, right? Because you get to go into a major league stadium, whether no. it be giant stadium or no, I don't care about that. Whatever. Dodger stadium, whatever. But, Baseball um, sucks. we'll do a, uh, stadium sprint. A, uh, what's the next one? A super. We did that. And a beast. Yes. So, uh, we'll start planning on that for 2018. Do you think, which is harder, training for a powerlifting meet or for a Spartan? Definitely a Spartan race. Really? Absolutely. Why? Because it requires a cardio endurance to be able to run from a four mile sprint or a 12 mile super or a 15 to 18 mile beast. That, that is, that is cardio endurance. And for a fat ass like myself, (laughs) who's weighing between right now, 270 and 280, I can fluctuate between those 10 pounds on a daily basis. That is not easy. So in order for me to, we're definitely starting with a sprint, but um, I'm going to make a conscious effort to eat better and to drop for the sprint, at least get down to maybe 250 um, for the, and then continue on from there. Um, maybe get down to 220 for the uh, super and whatever, maybe stay at that way. I think I'm pretty, that's pretty lean for me, about 220. Yeah. Yeah. It's really lean. So, um, be around there for both and pick up my miles in my, uh, running. Cause, uh, the obstacles, they're not hard. They're hard. They're not hard. Um, running isn't hard. It, it's, it's the running, the cardio endurance, um, of running that long, that hard. Um, and we're not going to do any of those during the, the summer because what I love. No, we're going to die. <laughs> you are, I'm not going to die. We're going to die. I, <laughs> Jesus. Well, the, for those of you that don't know, we did a sprint. No, we did a super in 2016. 15. And, 
was it 15? Yes. Okay. 2015. And it was up in Diablo Canyon. Um, and it was terrible. Wait. It was hot. People were being life flighted out. So the whole time before this Barton, you were telling me how to hydrate myself, how to eat everything, right. even though I've done mud runs and obstacle races before. And who didn't listen to any of his advice? I don't know who did it. <laughs> you. Who did it? Well, you. We're, we're not talking about me. We're talking about the no, race itself. That's why it was hard. No, this fucking race was hard. It was, tw- what was it? 12 and a half miles? 12 miles, 12 and a half. I don't know. It was something terrible. It was something stupid, but people were being life flighted. There was helicopter. Because they probably didn't hydrate. They were being life flighted out of this bitch. We had these, these golf cart things coming up to rescue people on a constant basis. We had to move to the side of the fucking road so that these emergency vehicles could rescue people. There were hills that were... You had to crawl up. I mean, basically, sh- almost straight up and down. You were crawling up. These they were like it a was thirty minute hill. It yeah. Was, what kind of angle is that? Is that like a what the fuck? That's is like that? an eighty like a, degree, like an eighty degree angle, yeah. and you were eighty degrees back down. So you had to come down backwards. <laughs> it was See, fucking horrible. The only thing that was hard about it for me was the emotional part because yeah. I am scared of heights. Uh, it was it was bad and then on the drive home i mean once we got done with the race i mean you know every, everything's cool you're like yeah fuck yeah we did this i'm happy that we did this and great and then on the drive home um both of my legs fucking your whole body cramped up cramped up during the drive well you are thank also, god for cruise control because god damn it my legs were you fucked just, up you don't i don't know what it is about you you cramp up on any little thing i do i i, I cramp up pretty bad um, I don't know. You if cramped it's, up at your meat. I don't know if meat. it's, I don't know what that Circulation. is. I, maybe it's, I don't know. I got to look into that. I'm not eating enough well, sodium or something. Well, for me, powerlifting is a lot more harder to prepare for. Yeah. So we've made that challenge um, that we're going to do Spartan races. Um, so if anybody wants to train for a Spartan race with us. Um, Starting after I come back from Hawaii. Yeah. So um, you're more than welcome to, because that's what our March training is going to consist of is like running and then a burpees and then running again and then pull up fucking pull-ups and bullshit. Um, it sounds terrible, but whatever. I'm looking forward to it. Yay. Um, what else is going on in 2018? You got a powerlifting meet coming up in February or not. What date is that on? 17th, 17th, 17th February 17th at uh, the new location of the iron office. Um, somewhere in Fresno. I heard it's near the airport. Sunnyside, North Sunnyside. Wherever in that Fresno, is. In Fresno, California. Yeah. So um, we got a few members that are doing that meet. Um, so that's coming up. I'll probably be refing. um, probably flight B of that, um, that meet. So then dealing with handling you during your I'm lifts. Not, I'm not like one of those that goes for big ass totals. I'm just doing this cause just to do it, just to do it. Yeah. It's I'm awesome. Supporting the five, five, nine gyms. Just to do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'll be the oldest one there. <laughs> You'll be the oldest. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else is happening 
within the 2018. Not no real big plans for uh, the rest of the year, but uh, just something always happens. Something always comes up. Uh, hopefully, new uh, new and exciting. Uh, Things will be coming down the, the pipeline. Um, we're going to try and pump out more of these podcasts. We're going to try and pump out, I don't know, maybe a vlog, a video vlog on YouTube. I don't know. We should ask if there is one machine or equipment in the gym, what do you think is essential? Ooh, that is a excellent question. Would it be a hyper, a reverse hyper? Right. Or a leg press? Or fuck a leg press. Well, leg presses, the carryovers are really good into a deadlift. No, I, I don't know about, yeah. See, a leg press. Or a pit shark. Now, I really miss our stupid belted squats. Well, we can always. Um, that someone. Destroyed. But. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think for 2018, one thing that we should look at getting um, is probably a uh, competition rack. Uh, I yes. think I think that would kind of uh, be a great purchase. It wouldn't be something that would just we would buy and some sit in the corner nobody would use it. You know what I mean? That would be a constant. See, it cause I don't want to buy stuff that is just not like one or two people would use it. I want to buy something that, that would, that people are going to get used. And that helps of. a lot because yeah. a lot of you big guys, I don't know, put your hands like all the way to the end of the bar, like a bird. Yeah. And, and not only that Okay, Say for instance, um, me and, uh, Jesse or somebody else, we're all squatting on the same day. Right. Right. If we want to hold a mock meet or our current, our current, yeah. Or mock meet. Yeah. Our current situation is we would have to have four stations, all whatever we just squat and everybody has their different squat heights. With this, with a competition rack, we could actually all squat together because all it is, it's an adjustable rack. And yes. all we do is change plates. Um, as far as buying kilo plates, I know a lot of gyms are buying kilo plates. Um, I don't want to. I Only think- because I don't want to. I want to. I want it to be harder in the gym. Right. See, the only benefit, okay, there, there's a definite benefit. It's not just because of the kilo uh, weight um, um, in order to simulate a competition. I mean, the best benefit, I mean, we got some guys like um, uh, that are huge lifters. They're they're pulling in the seven, almost 800 pound range. Um, yeah. Now and, them, yeah. And to be able to put... 700, 800 pounds on a bar and not run out of room on the bar is, is huge because I mean, sometimes the, the plates are all the way out to the, to the max of the end of yeah, the bar we have, yes. and a clipping going to keep it on there. And then we lift and then fucking plates fall off of it because you know, the clips can't handle it. Um, so that, that's actually a definite benefit to, um, buying kilo plates, but, um, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, it's not on the top of the agenda, but I think number one, um, maybe purchase if we ever do purchase anything next month or next year would hopefully be a competition, right? You'd rather have that more than a reverse hyper. I think so. 
I mean, yeah, think about obviously, that. Obviously, yeah, but a reverse hyper, very. I mean, people would use it, but it wouldn't get as much use as the competition. Yeah, true. A lot of people still don't use the GHR correctly. Right. So, um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what we can muster up uh, next year. Um, so, what else is going on? Nothing else is going to be happening in the 2018. I guess we're just going to play it month to month, day by day. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, got anything else you want to talk about? No. No? All right. So I guess we'll end this here, bring this one in for landing. Um, and we will see you on the next one, I guess. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, hold on. Before we leave, um, you can <laughs> let's tell everybody where we can be reached just in case they don't know. Um, so uh, on the Instagrams, um, the gym Instagram is at Lamore Barbell. Uh, my personal Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you can find me uh, either Daniel Burns, just search Daniel Burns or Danny Burns under slash LBS on the Instagrams. Um, give me a follow um, if you want. I will not follow you back unless you are interesting. Um, eh. Oh, here's a, here's a, a beautiful, beautiful topic. Wait, um, we are a private gym. We are business hours are eight to twelve and three to nine. Um, email us or text us if you want to come see it or be a part of it. Yeah. Um, don't just come walking in and whatever, but uh, yeah. Cause we all just stare at you. <laughs> what the f Who's this guy? We're yeah. socially awkward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not that we're going to kick you out or anything if you do walk in, but please try and uh, hit us up first before you come in. Um, so like I was saying, well, you know what? We'll save the Instagram talk for another podcast. So anyway, peace. Thank <laughs> you.